The Morning Blend, a triple shot of Catholicism, conversation, and coffee. David and Brenda start your day with a fresh cup of joy and inspiration, whether it's through interviews, news, music, or prayer. It's all viewed through a Catholic lens. It's The Morning Blend on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio. And a very good Thursday morning to you. May the 4th be with you. And also with you. Thank you. It's uh, (laughs) David and Brenda with you on the Morning Blend. I'm sorry. It's a national mandate that every morning show must play the Star Wars theme on this morning. So there you have it. Okay, so we fulfilled our part. (laughs) We fulfilled our duty today on this May the 4th. How old is Star? When did the first Star Wars movie come I out? I want to say, I believe it came out somewhere uh, in the mid-70s, like 76, 77, something yeah, like that. Yeah, I think you're right. So Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker, correct? Yes. Yes. And, uh, and uh, of course, Carrie Fisher Carrie played Fisher. Princess Leia and Harrison Ford as the scoundrel... Uh, what was his name in the his movie? His name was uh, Indiana Jones. No, I, I think that's another franchise. <laughs> uh, what 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 was his name in the uh, movie? Let's see, Luke, Leia, and it was uh, gosh, hmm. Bobo Fett. Yeah, that's it. No, che- it's not Chewbacca. <laughs> I'm just gonna start laying down all of what was, the. What was uh, his name? Uh oh. Well, my goodness. Now, see, that? now that you've forgotten, I've forgotten. How many people are screaming at the phone yeah. oh, right I'm now sure with us? Tons. So if I went to that Google and I went Harrison Ford, Star he, he, Wars. Character. Star Wars character is Han Solo. Han and I didn't even, you know what? It came to my mind even before it popped up. There you go. That's Han it. Solo. Han How can Solo. you forget that? Yeah. Well, I did. You did. Yeah, I, I did, did too. I've seen one Star Wars movie, and the first it was the first one. Oh, really? I think that's it. I've seen them all. Have you really? Well, I, how I, many I've are seen there? All of the movies. So uh, let's see how many movies are there now. There are like I don't. Did they do all nine movies of the original books, and then in wow. between there were some kind of playoff movies. One about the origin story of Han Solo. Mm-hmm. There was one Rogue One about how they got the plans to blow up the original star. So uh, I enjoy the movies. Yeah. I really did. And people like to be critical about them because, you know, they're pure science fiction. Sure. You know, people who, you know, want it to stay true. But I, I just really enjoyed it. Now, there's all kinds of television series that sprung from That's the original right. yeah. movies. And I don't watch those. Uh, I just don't, I don't watch a whole lot of TV like that anymore, but my kids do and Scott watches with them and uh, there's some good series on that Mm -hmm. also. My favorite movie was uh, Star Wars and the Last Crusades. Is that it? Is that the, was that one of them? Okay. See, that's a big mashup there, but that would be kind of fun. You know how sometimes TV shows will have like NBC would do this where they have a couple of big shows that are like a hospital movie Mm -hmm. uh, shows and a police show and occasionally they, they'll yeah, cross over right that, that, that would, would work I, you could do that you know i and i speaking of harrison ford uh i've i loved all of the indiana jones ones i've seen all of the indiana jones movies 
And there's a new one coming out. There's a new one. I was about to say that. A new one is coming out. He cannot possibly (laughs) still be tearing it up in the Egyptian desert. He's Indiana Jones. He can do whatever he wants. (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) Hey, uh, did you have some thunder and lightning coming in? I did this morning, and I was kind of surprised because I wasn't expecting it. And, you know, it's funny when you see a flash, you go, wait, did I just see what I just saw? Right. And I go, well, maybe it was... No, you did. And, and it was, in fact, and I saw a big one across the sky. And then as I came up to the top of the hill a little bit more, I read on uh, K2 News, they recorded something like 200 lightning strikes wow. overnight. No kidding. Now, it might have been maybe more south from us, but we yeah. were still getting remnants of it this morning. Yeah, I was just getting ready to leave the house when boom. It's like, whoa, look what at that. that. Yeah, that was that was a big uh, clap of thunder right there. So just a heads up, uh, I think there is some thunderstorms in the forecast throughout this morning. Then I think they're supposed to diminish as the morning wears on. But don't be surprised if yeah. uh, you hear a li- hear little thunder. So uh, we'll have that for you, too, in the forecast. So what do you have coming up? Well, since it is the May the 4th day, is there a spiritual message behind the Star Wars motto, May the Force be with you? Oh, okay. Well, of course there is. I'm going to tell you about Who it. Who said May the Force be with you? All of them. All of I them? I think it was a Jedi motto, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, good. We'll you look know who the Jedis were? <laughs> yes, I think I do. <laughs> Uh, okay, good, good, good enough. And uh, we'll do more University of Portland news today. They've got their big commencement ceremony Ooh, nice. coming up this weekend, and quite some honors being handed out. So we'll have that for you. All right. Well, we got a great show ahead for you on this Thursday morning. Here is Dave Moore and Arise, and we are the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life.
That is Dave Moore and Arise. It's 710 at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. David and Brenda with you on this May the 4th. May the 4th be with you, Brenda. Harrison Ford, Han Solo. That's right. <laughs> Don't forget. Yeah, believe we can think of that. Well, Ashley Mishike is going to join us next from True North Retirement Advisors. We're going to talk money traps right after the forecast. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbuybark.com or 503-645-6665. This is Father Eric Anderson, pastor of St. Stephen's Catholic Church in Portland, Oregon. Please join me in praying a morning offering. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, in union with the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer thee the precious blood of Jesus from all the altars throughout the world, joining with it the offering of my every thought, word, and action of this day. O Jesus, I desire today to gain every indulgence and merit that I can and offer them together with myself to Mary Immaculate, that she may best apply them in the interests of the most sacred heart. Precious blood of Jesus, save us. Sacred heart of Jesus, have mercy on us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources, or to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit us online at materdeiradio.com. Set on a hilltop in the midst of the Willamette Valley, life at Mount Angel Abbey is both unchanging and made ever new in the spirit of Christ. Steeped in a Benedictine tradition more than 1,500 years old, the monks of Mount Angel have prayed together five times a day for more than 130 years. We welcome you to come and join us in the ancient rhythm of monastic prayer and liturgy. Come seek the things that are above. Learn more at mountangelabbey.org. Eastertide is filled with great joy and fervent prayer at Mater Dei Radio. During this special time in the church, join us in the celebration of our Lord's glorious resurrection through our three daily broadcasts of the Holy Mass, the seasonal Regina Chaley prayer for the Queen of Heaven, the sacred mysteries of the Rosary, the Chaplet of Divine Mercy, and inspiring Eastertide reflections. We also rejoice in praying for your specific intentions on Mater Dei Radio's prayer hotline. Just call 503-285-3737. That's 503-285-3737. Or fill out your personal request on the prayer page at materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary Media app. Our dedicated team will start praying for you right away. Experience the great joy of Eastertide and unite with us in prayer as we lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary at Mater Dei Radio. And it is 7.13 here at Mater Dei Radio. Well, a little lightning and thunder activity overnight and still lingering around yeah. this morning. I haven't seen any yet today uh, since we've been on the air, but rain also going to be picking up today. Mostly cloudy day, rain coming falling off and on throughout the afternoon. Highs today a little cooler than in the past, only getting to near 60 degrees. Then the rain eases up later in the evening, but 
next system will be moving in also overnight. We cool to the upper 40s, then Friday more rain, highs in the upper 50s. Showers going to continue through the weekend and into early next week. I'm very pleased to say I got my lawn mode yesterday. Oh, you did? Yeah. It was a really nice afternoon. It was like 73 out. It was pretty Perfect. pleasant, so wasn't it? Let it rain. I'm ready now. So 54 degrees at St. Philip Neary Church in Portland. And 52 degrees at the Proto-Cathedral of St. James the Greater in Vancouver. Well, as all of you probably know now, the tax deadline has come and gone, although some of you may have filed an extension. So are you going to make any changes to your finances this year? To give us an insight into some money traps that we'll want to avoid is Ashley Mishike, the CEO of True North Retirement Advisors here in the Portland area and a valued member of Day Radio's Leadership Circle. Good morning, Ashley. Good morning, David. Happy Easter to you. Yes, happy Easter to you too. Do you have a nice Easter, uh, Easter little holiday there? Oh, yes. It was lovely and... Just hearing the weather forecast, I'm super excited yes. <laughs> with all this nice weather coming our way. Oh, me too. There's, there is no doubt about it. Well, I, I am really interested to hear about some of the money traps that we want to try to avoid, and uh, hopefully I don't fall into any of them. I probably do, but I try not to. So, uh, yeah, it is an interesting topic. So money traps, how did you kind of come up with these? Well, I was doing some research for um, my podcast, and I came across this, and, you know, it's something that I deal with with clients as well and kind of see some themes there. And I would say one of the overarching themes when it comes to money traps is that a lot of times whenever there's debt involved, you want to have, you know, your radar up and pay attention to that because that's, I would say, where most of the money traps are are uh, lingering is when there's some sort of debt involved. And so just paying closer attention anytime you're taking out a loan for something or maybe utilizing a debt consolidation loan or student taking out a student loan or a 401k loan, I would say more than anything else, that's where most of these money traps live. Yeah. You know, by the way, you, you, because you mentioned it, your podcast, I want to let folks know that we actually have your podcast on the Hail Mary Media app. It's called Retirement Quick Tips with Ashley. So yeah, uh, thanks for doing that. And uh, I want to make folks know that you have that out there. Oh yeah, thank you. I love thank you so much for adding that to your lineup. It's it's a lot of fun to do the podcast. I learn I certainly learn a lot from it. And uh yeah, it's just a few minutes each day, little quick tips to uh help you on your on your financial journey. Yes, that that is so true. So debt. Yeah, I mean, I think we we've talked about this uh, several times is tr- trying to stay out of debt, trying to get out of debt. Because that can be a real burden. I I mean, you've mentioned like, for example, credit card debt and the interest that you can end up paying on that. Yeah, it's very, and especially now with interest rates going up, um, the the credit card debt interest rate is well into the 20s for a lot of people. And what I found that was actually a little surprising when I was researching this money traps topic is... I don't know if you've come across this, but it's 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 kind of a sneakier form of debt, which is if you buy 
virtually anything online, I see it almost everywhere now, Mm -hmm. um, is the buy now, pay later option. So um, usually it's an app or a service that allows you, if you're buying an item, and it's not just an expensive item, um, it could be, you know, maybe $15 or $20 item that you could buy online and then split into maybe four or five payments of say $5 each or something. Um, and so you see, you, you've seen these in the past, sort of similar to like a layaway, um, arrangement, Mm -hmm. but they're ubiquitous now everywhere. I, I see them. And I would say that's a newer money trap that I think a lot of people maybe don't realize or don't think that it's a money trap, but it definitely is um, a money trap for uh, a lot of reasons. And one is uh, it doesn't seem on the surface like it is. So, you know, maybe I want something that costs $400 and I can't afford to buy that at that time, but I could certainly afford five monthly installments of say $80, um, for that item. And, and usually they come with zero interest, zero fees. And so it's like, Oh, it's a no brainer. Maybe right. I, yeah, I can get this item that maybe I otherwise wouldn't have been able to afford. So it's definitely a convenience factor. The problem with it is, is that they've done some research now where most people end up spending more than they otherwise would, mm. um, buying things that they can't afford. And, and then what happens is, is once you do it once or twice, it's, it becomes more habitual. So you're likely to do have maybe 10 or 15 of these um, buy now, pay later things outstanding at any one time. Yeah. And what happens is, is they're automatically deducting that money from your credit card or, uh, you know, debit card. And so people who use these uh, more often have more bank overdraft fees. They're likely to have late fees. They're it's very easy to get overextended when you utilize these, especially if you're doing, um, you know, more than one at a time. Right. So that's something I think most people maybe don't think about. They think, wow, this is really convenient. It's nice. I can buy this more expensive item and spread those that cost out over a period of months and have no consequences. Mm. But there is still risk in, in, in buying items that way. Right. And for that reason, I think it's definitely a, a money trap yeah. to be avoided. Yeah, you could definitely see how that could be a trap. Any other ones we should watch out for? Yes. So another one that's rearing its ugly head again that we haven't really, uh, really known about, or I guess it hasn't been an issue for many years now, are adjustable rate mortgages. Mm. So if you go back to the housing boom, you know, 2004, 5, 6, Adjustable rate mortgages at that time, they were like a third of all the mortgage applications every single year. Right. And then they kind of went away because um, what, you know, in the, in the housing crisis in 08, 09, interest rates started to go up previous to that. And then these adjustable rate mortgages would adjust to higher payments. You couldn't refinance because your house was now lower in value. And so that was a big part of why we had so many foreclosures and all of that back in 08. So it was it was a very devastating. But the reason why they've uh, come come back in vogue is because rates have gone up right. and um, adjustable rate mortgages have lower interest rates than a fixed rate mortgage. Right. So. I was just looking this up the other day. I think it's like 5.8% 
is the rate if you get an adjustable rate, and it's almost 7% if you were to get a 30-year fixed mortgage. So a lot of people are opting for the lower rate because obviously the monthly payment's a lot less. Um, but the problem is, is that that rate at some point in the future, usually it's uh, no less than five years. But in five years, let's say that rate adjusts, you're betting that you're going to, uh, rates are going to be lower and it's not going to increase your payment. You'll have enough equity in your house that you could refinance if you needed to and you could afford all those refinance fees. So I think with, um, your mortgage and your housing costs being such a huge uh, percentage of your monthly budget, it's a very bad and risky bet to get something that's going to adjust mm. in, in five years. And so you could find yourself in a real financial mess uh, when that rate adjusts, if it adjusts at the wrong time. So, um, but again, these things haven't been around and I think they're, they're, people maybe aren't paying attention to or don't realize the risk involved because it's been so long now since the financial crisis when adjustable rates really, right. uh, th- those mortgages really blew up. Mm. And so, you know, we always forget about sure. these things, but history, uh, it repeats you know, itself. It re- yeah. yes, yes, exactly. So uh, we want to just be careful about uh, that. We have some great tips there. Ashley Mishike, she's the CEO of True North Retirement Advisors here in the Portland area and a member of Monterey Radio's Leadership Circle. And you can check out her podcast on Monterey Radio's Hail Mary Media app. Ashley, great to talk with you. Always appreciate the insight into our finances. Thank you, David. Have a wonderful day. And it is 723 here at Day Radio. Well, as David just said, download the free Hail Mary media app. You'll have access to such great Catholic content there, including our podcast, like the one that you just heard the interview with Ashley Mishike. In fact, if you were to search her name, you'd find a whole lot of great information from Ashley in her standalone podcast. You're also going to have access to that on the Hail Mary media app and more information at Day Radio. Support for Monterey Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, family dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco, family dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Francis Speaks, from the Franciscan Missionary Sisters of Our Lady of Sorrows. One day, at the very beginning of his conversion, St. Francis was attending Mass at the Portiuncola, and he heard the priest proclaim the words of Christ, whereby he sends out his disciples to preach and admonishes them as to their life on the road. Provide yourselves with no gold or silver, not even with coppers for your purses, with no haversack for the journey or spare tunic, or footwear, or a staff. Immediately, St. Francis knew that these were the words of assurance, the sign from God that he had been looking for, and he said, this is what I've wanted, this is what I've been longing for with all my heart. A reflection from Through the Year with Francis of Assisi by Father Murray Bodo. Learn more at olpretreat.org. That's olpretreat.org. 
Support for Monterey Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Westside Masonry Incorporated, providing residential masonry projects in brick, block, concrete, and cultured stone. For more information on fireplaces, patios, driveways, hardscapes, excavation, retaining walls, and fencing, call 503-805-7464. Westside Masonry Incorporated, CCB number 167779. Would you like to make your spring cleaning plans a little easier this year? Let Mater Day Radio give you a hand. If you have a car, truck, van, RV, or boat that you would like to clear out, our vehicle donation program is just the answer. You can donate your vehicle to Mater Day Radio and get a likely tax deduction in return. It's quick and easy, giving you a real jump start to your spring cleaning. Learn more about our vehicle donation program at materdayradio.com. Want an eye-opener in the morning without the caffeine? It's the Morning Blend with David and Brenda on Mater Day Radio. And it is 727 at Mater Day Radio. Well, what's the value of the timbers? We'll tell you about that in the news. And is there a spiritual message behind the Star Wars motto, May the Force be with you? Of course there is. I'm going to tell you about it coming up in news. Here is I Am They, Your Love Is Mine. And you are listening to David and Brenda on the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.
That is I Am They and Your Love Is Mine. It's 7.30 at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. And in your news, Pope Francis has sent a video message to the teens and young adults preparing to attend World Youth Day in Lisbon, Portugal in August. He said... I will see you in Lisbon. That according to an English translation of the message that was delivered in Spanish. Now, the message was published on the Vatican's YouTube page on May 4th, just under three months before the August 1st to the 6th International Gathering. He goes on to say, dear young people, you are getting ready for World Youth Day. There are three months to go. I can imagine the things you must have on your mind, how you're going to make it happen, request your work or study permit, get what you need for your trip. So many concerns, but always looking towards the horizon to that dream. And he goes on to say to participate in World Youth Day, it is something beautiful and prepare yourselves with that enthusiasm put hope in that now world youth day was established by pope john paul ii in 1985 the week-long gathering usually attracts hundreds of thousands of young people now pope francis said the portuguese capital would host the global catholic gathering of young people at the closing mass in the last international world youth day that was in panama city back in 2019 wow. it's what been are you a while gonna, what are you going to do with the show while i'm over there covering that oh man wouldn't that be That'd an be amazing awesome. trip yeah, no doubt there'll be a lot of people there though so I'm be ready sure. for crowds no doubt well, work down in Salem has hit a glitch. Oregon Republicans boycotted the state capitol on Wednesday, testing for the first time a 2022 measure that punishes state lawmakers for walkouts. Five senators, one independent, and four Republicans were unexpectedly absent when the state Senate convened Wednesday morning. In addition, another seven senators were granted excused absence in advance. Now, the absences denied the 20-member quorum necessary to conduct business, forcing Senate President Rob Wagner of Lake Oswego to bang a gavel ending the session. It's the first boycott by lawmakers since the majority of Oregon voters approved a measure last year amending the state constitution to bar any state lawmaker with at least 10 unexcused absences from serving in the legislature during the subsequent term. Well, Vatican Secretary of State Cardinal Pietro Perlin will represent Pope Francis at the coronation of King Charles III on Saturday. Now, Vatican spokesman Matteo Brunei announced Perlin's attendance at the ceremony Thursday. Perlin will be in attendance with other high-ranking guests, including world leaders, representative of European monarchies, and royal families from around the world. Now, the presence of other crown royals at the ceremony is a break from royal tradition, British press reported. Now, around 2,200 people have been invited to the crowning. Cardinal Vincent Nichols, Catholic Archbishop of Westminster, will give a blessing during the coronation ceremony. It will mark the first time since the Reformation that a Catholic prelate is formally participating and other Christian leaders from across the United Kingdom have also been invited to formally bestow a blessing on the new king. Now, the blessings will take place shortly after the Archbishop of Canterbury formally crowns King Charles III, after which Westminster Abbey bells will ring for two minutes, and then the official blessings will commence. So I see on the West Coast, live coverage begins at 2 a.m., I'll be up. <laughs> Are you going to get up and no. watch that? No, I'm not going to get up and watch it, but I'm probably going to turn the news on fairly early on Saturday morning to watch some of it. All right, yeah. Well, you can record it, I suppose. I'll let you know. Thank you. 
Uh, for decades, the well-known company has been helping people lose weight, but that may be over. Jenny Craig, the California-based weight loss institution, will soon be closing its doors. It's a move that comes amid reported financial troubles and efforts to sell the company. Now, in a recent notice, the company stated it is making best efforts to secure the additional financing required to continue operations, and it may need to close its headquarters in Carlsbad, California, as early as May 5th. That's tomorrow. Wow. The headquarters closure is expected to affect the company's storefront locations across the country. Company-owned centers where members pick up meals, consult with coaches, and weigh-ins were closed as of Wednesday, management said, adding that franchise-owned locations may remain open. I'm not sure how many Jenny Craig I have no idea around here, but anyway, I think it's been they've been around for a long, long time, though. Four decades. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. (coughs) You okay over there? Pardon me. (laughs) That's okay. Well, a sure sign winter weather is behind us. The highway to Johnston Ridge Observatory near Mount St. Helens is now open. The highway reopened on Wednesday afternoon, and the road you take to get up there, the Spirit Lake Memorial Highway, well, it closes in the winter since road conditions are too dangerous for transportation crews to clear. It's been shut down for nearly six months. But over the last couple of weeks, crews with the Washington Department of Transportation have been busy cleaning snow, clearing out down trees, and removing any debris along the highway so cars can get up to the Johnston Ridge Observatory. Now, WASDOT typically closes the gate to the upper section of SR 504 near Coldwater Lake between late fall and early winter due to hazardous driving conditions. Now, last year, WASDOT closed the roadway for the winter in November. Now, while the road to the observatory is clear, the trails leading up to Mount St. Helens Peak are still covered in snow. So be prepared if you're planning any spring hikes near or around the mountain. You've been up to that observatory, haven't you? Absolutely. It's wonderful. You should that should be one of the to do things if you live in this area. Or if you have a, a friend coming mm-hmm. uh, who wants to see the area, get it on your list. It's a drive. Yeah. I mean, from here, it'll take the whole day to drive up there, to visit the observatory, and drive home. It's a full day for sure. So, But pack a nice lunch yeah. with you because there's some great stops along the way that give you great views of the mountain. That'd be fun. Well, in sports, when it comes to the value of soccer teams around the world, and there's plenty of them, Any idea where the Portland Timbers rank? That would be 29th, according to the sports business website Sportico that released the rankings yesterday. So the Timbers get the 29th spot with the value of an estimated $685 million. That's right above West Ham United of the English Premier League and right below Napoli of the Italian Series A League. Now, it's unlikely that Portland would ever catch the soccer behemoths of the world. Manchester United ranks at the top with a value of nearly $6 billion. Yes. That's a lot of money for a team. uh, It sure is. And right behind Manchester United, Real Madrid. They're valued at $5.25 billion. So the MLS team with the highest ranking is LAFC. They are valued at $900 million. That places them 16th in the world. These soccer teams, there's some big business there. Oh, yes, if, there if, is. In Europe, we don't recognize it because it's not as popular here. But when we took that trip to Portugal many years ago, it was on the eve of a big uh, soccer tournament. Oh, it's huge. And 
Portugal yeah. won, yeah. or the city won, and they shut down a huge part yeah. of the city. It's amazing. And the, the our driver said, "You're new to town. I suggest you not go down there tonight. <laughs> it, it's going to be a ruckus crowd." Nice. So that's Incre- fun. Impressive. Well, according to author Alan Arnold, in 1979, Margaret Thatcher won the election and became Britain's first woman prime minister. Now, to celebrate the victory, her party took out a half-page advertising space in the London Evening News saying this message referring for the day of victory was, in quotes, May the 4th be with you, Maggie. Congratulations. Now, this resulted in a yearly fan tradition calling May the 4th Star Wars Day or May the 4th Be With You Day in reference to the Jedi phrase used in the movies. Now, the phrase has been used in every Star Wars film since 1977 and has become a central part of the Star Wars universe. But what, what few people realize is that when George Lucas penned these iconic words, he was originally inspired by a similar phrase that had been used since the very beginning of Christianity. Now, the phrase is first found in the book of Ruth, and it says, And behold, Boaz came from Bethlehem, and he said to the reapers, The Lord be with you. And they answered, The Lord bless you. And additionally, a longer version of the phrase can be found in the letters of St. Paul. For example, in 2 Corinthians, Paul writes, The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Now, Paul truncates the phrase in his second letter to Timothy, where he writes, The Lord be with your spirit and grace be with you. So the phrase quickly became an essential part of the liturgy and life of the early Christians on account of its basis in Scripture and its usage in everyday greetings. Now, after the Reformation, Protestant groups held on to the phrase, and it can still be seen in Anglican Lutheran liturgies. Catholics to this day use the words and blessings given by deacons and priests in liturgy. Now, George Lucas was raised in a Methodist family and heard the phrase there, or at least while attending other Christian services, as Star Wars producer Gary Kurtz confirmed in his book How Star Wars Conquered the Universe that the phrase was intentionally evocative of the blessing. Yeah, that's cool. So it is, in fact, part of that phrase. That's where it originated. May the fourth be with you. And may the fourth (laughs) be with you, too. Thank you very much. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. And coming up this Saturday and Sunday from 9 a.m. to 3 o'clock is Dump Your Junk fundraiser at Trail Life USA Troop happening at Our Lady of Peace Retreat in Beaverton. Come to Our Lady of Peace parking lot to declutter your home and support the troop. Let the team help you clean out your house, shed, garage, yard, and fill one of the dumpsters with a load of your junk. You can see the website event for a list of items not allowed for disposal. And remember, you can find details on these and other events. Head over to the community calendar, materdayradio.com and the Hail Media app. Michael Davis, Common Sense for Social Justice. He joins us right after the forecast. Support for Monterey Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665.
This is Father Thomas Nathy, the pastor of Holy Redeemer Parish in Vancouver, Washington. Let us pray the prayer for priests by St. Therese of Lisieux. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Jesus, eternal priest, keep your priests within the shelter of your sacred heart, where none may touch them. Keep unstained their anointed hands, which daily touch your sacred body. Keep unsullied their lips, daily purpled with your precious blood. Keep pure and unearthly their hearts, sealed with the sublime mark of the priesthood. Let your holy love surround them and shield them from the world's contagion. Bless their labors with abundant fruit, and may the souls to whom they minister be their joy and consolation here and in heaven their beautiful and everlasting crown. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including the Portland Division of the World Apostolate of Fatima. WAF is the only Fatima organization worldwide to speak in the name and with the authority of the Church on Fatima. The World Apostolate of Fatima promotes the faithful message of Fatima, including praying the rosary daily and practicing the first Saturday devotion. WAF information can be found at bluearmy.com. Hi everyone, this is David from Mater Dei Radio's Morning Blend. I would like to invite you to check out my new podcast, On The Go, where I have a chance to visit with coaches, musicians, artists, and more. We go a little bit more in-depth with the podcast, which hopefully gives you a little more insight into the good folks we talk to. It's On The Go, available on your favorite podcast platform or Mater Dei Radio's free Hail Mary media app. I'll talk to you soon. And it is 7.44 at Mater Day Radio. Well, a little unsettled weather out there today. I heard a thunder boomer when I came in this morning. Chance of a thunderstorm throughout this morning. Showers likely, high of 60 degrees. Then more showers overnight tonight, low of 49. And 50% chance of rain for Friday, a high of 60. Currently it is 50 degrees at St. Anthony's Catholic Church in Tigard. And 48 degrees at Marist High School in Eugene. Well, it's time once again to have a discussion on social justice. Michael Davis is joining me today as we talk about a new episode coming out on his podcast, Common Sense on Social Justice. Well, this week, Michael is taking a turn from his typical discussions on social justice in our community and tackles an an issue that, well, stretches across every corner and community in the United States. And of course, that is the terrible issue of domestic violence. Michael is joining me in studio today to talk a little bit more about it. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Brenda. So, Michael, this is such a difficult subject. And really, uh, I think statistically, there's probably not a family that doesn't have it affected at some point. You say it, it crosses all demographics of of our population. Yes, it does. It's not just among the poor not just among the alcoholics, it is among the wealthy as well, and those who appear to have it all together. Interesting. Now, uh, when I and it's so prevalent, and we probably run across people in our everyday lives that we don't even know. There's such a stigma that surrounds this. Why is this a difficult thing, you know, that is often kept behind closed doors that women don't want to come out and let people know? And it also affects men, but not at the same rate. But it's just not something that we want to talk about for either shame or fear, I suppose. 
Yeah, I work a lot with women who are escaping domestic violence. I've uh, physically helped women escape domestic violence. And a lot of fear plays into that because they have uh, this, this conflict inside of them, especially if there's children involved. What if the state takes my children? What if I lose a place to live? What if I become homeless? I was talking to one woman recently. She's like, I can't stand to be one more day with this man, but I have a place to live. My children have a place to live and I don't want to become homeless. Wow. Uh, And then when we talk about domestic violence, too, I mean, I think we would automatically recognize that there is a physical violence, that element of it. But there is a a larger kind of grouping of all the types of abuses that happen Mm -hmm. that, well, just because it's not physical doesn't mean that it is extremely detrimental to a person and to their family. What other ways Mm -hmm. um, and people are you worked in your work? Yeah, well, so we've got, uh, there is the physical violence, obviously, but there's also mental abuse of constantly putting that person down, calling them names, of demeaning them, uh, just destroying their self-image. There's the emotional abuse of, of manipulation uh, there's also spiritual abuse. So you may have uh, somebody that belongs to a particular religion and their spouse doesn't, but there's control and domination that comes from that. Uh, and then, you know, we also see the, like the Rajneeshis in uh, Central Oregon from many years ago that although that's not domestic violence because it didn't happen at home but that's a, a good example of of religious domination mm-hmm. and abuse uh, through that michael davis is joining me today as we have a common sense discussion on social justice well michael this again is a big issue and there's a lot that goes on and in your work you actually have an opportunity to help people in need kind of share with our listeners a little bit about some of what you do and of the cases that you've uh, been able to help yeah so first thing i do is just listen a lot of times these uh, individuals have not had an opportunity to debrief so they've had to keep it all inside so i just let them talk and then after we do that for a while help them hang on for a little while uh had one woman who at the beginning of her journey of escaping domestic violence she would text me every 10 minutes and it's like are you okay michael and if I texted back and said, yeah, I'm okay with a smiley emoji, I she would be okay. She's like, oh, and then she was sent back a smiley emoji. And so every 10 minutes, as long as I'm okay, then she's okay. Or she wow. would text me first thing in the morning, are you okay? In other words, are you alive? Uh, yeah, I'm fine. You know, and then she would be okay. And uh, we'll tell more of her story in a minute. But uh, it's about helping people heal Uh, And it's about understanding that they're vulnerable and not hitting those sensitive spots with them, but just trying to get them connected to the resources they need to uh, to to heal um, and to to restore their faith. Because what happens, for example, if you're a woman and a man has abused you, especially over a long period of time, you lose your faith in all men. So it's about helping them restore their faith and helping them understand that. Uh, there are good men that God has made who know how to love. Michael, what is our role? The the whole community, mm-hmm. the church itself. And, and when I say the church, I mean 
all of us. So, I mean, mm. we make up the church. We are the people in the pews. We are the ones uh, that God calls us to send out and help. So what is our role in, in, this, uh, in this situation, whether it be just the topic overall, the idea and, and work in domestic violence, or you know, what's our role when we actually come across and, and are face-to-face with a situation? Yeah, I think uh, our first role is to mourn with those who mourn. And to to really walk with them. And I think it would be good if our parishes were equipped with the resources to know what to do. And our parishes became centers of refuge, where that's like the entry door into the world of healing. And then, you know, those church, those parishes would know more what good resources are out there and how to get these, these people connected. And But I think... Um, you know, we need to take a radical role. We need to take it very serious. We're not talking about somebody that missed a meal. We're talking about somebody who is deeply traumatized mm. and life is very dark and lonely for them. And so we need to know how and be trained how to begin to walk with them and how to help them restore their dignity as a human being. Well, Michael, we know that we never walk this journey alone and that God loves and supports and is with those people, especially in the midst of these really violent situations. And yet we also know that God can make good of very difficult situations. That's one of the things that you just recently came across. Yeah. So the woman that would text me every 10 minutes asking if I'm okay, she's uh, long into her journey and she has taken such great strides that this last week she Uh, said, hey, Michael, I want your help to open a center for women escaping domestic violence. And I thought, well, good job, God. You know, I was like full circle, you know, and that's that's really the hope. Uh, St. Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians that God uh, heals us and God gives us grace in our trials so that we can then turn and help others in their trials. Oh, well, amen to that. And again, that goes always back to kind of the themes that you talk about when social justice is that it is all of our responsibilities to make sure that we are ready to help those in need. It is our call as Catholics to ready to stand with those who suffer. Well, Michael, thanks so much for your time today. More in your podcast about that. Is there something that people need to know then today, too, if they are listening to us now that where they can go, what they can do as these first steps to change the situation that they're in and try to seek help? Yeah, the first thing is in that moment, they need you. Just know that. And don't worry about what that looks like. The other thing is to do your research and do internet searches on all of the domestic violence resource centers and safety nets so that you've got those into your contacts on your phone so you can quickly connect. Fantastic. Well, Michael, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for your willingness to take on such an important topic that uh, that we need to know always more about. Yeah, thank you, Brenda. So Michael Davis' podcast is Common Sense on Social Justice. You can find it in the standalone podcast on our webpage. And you're also going to access it through the Hail Mary media app. On that podcast, I will also include links that Michael was talking about. So that way, if you yourself or know somebody who is in a domestic violence situation, they'll be able to find resources to help. 
There it is, 7.54 at Mater Day Radio. Well, one of the great ways you can support Mater Day Radio is through our vehicle donation program. So if you have an old car, a truck, boat, motorcycle, RV, you can donate that vehicle to Mater Day Radio's vehicle donation program. Just go to our website, click on the Get Involved menu, Vehicle Donation. It'll take you to the main page there. Just a couple forms to fill out. Really a quick and easy process and a likely tax deduction for you as well. That is Mater Day Radio's vehicle donation program. It's on our website at materdayradio.com or through the Hail Mary media app. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, family dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Are you a young adult in your 20s or 30s? Are you looking to bring Christ into your everyday work? Hi, I'm Jesse Jose, the president of the Portland chapter of Young Catholic Professionals. Our mission is to challenge, train, and inspire young adults to work in witness for Christ. No matter your career field or level of experience, we invite you to join us at an upcoming event to build community, learn from seasoned professionals, and grow in your Catholic faith. For more information, visit ycpportland.org. Bringing souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. This is Modern Day Radio, KBVM, Portland, Salem, Vancouver, KMME, Cottage Grove, Eugene, Springfield, Translator, K235BF, Eugene, and streaming at moderndayradio.com. Support from Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Blessings from Heaven, the peaceful place to shop for all things Catholic. Blessings from Heaven has a variety of gifts for all occasions and many other Catholic items to choose from. Located on the corner of 3rd and Southwest Tucker Avenue in Beaverton, Blessings from Heaven is open Tuesday through Saturday. For more information, call 503-644-1814. As we surpass three decades of broadcasting, all of us at Mater Dei Radio are thankful for the many blessings this special radio ministry provides to our Catholic community. To ensure that our faith continues to thrive in today's media, we hope you will consider including Mater Dei Radio in your estate planning. There are many estate planning options to choose from, but one way would be to include Mater Dei Radio as a beneficiary in your will. More information on estate planning is on our website at materdayradio.com. The Morning Blend. Check out our podcast at materdayradio.com. 7.57 at Mater Day Radio. Hey, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has been announced. Once again, a little country flair. What? Yeah, we'll have that for you in the news. All right. Well, a gift from the Vatican is placed in the cross for King Charles' coronation. I'll tell you what this item is coming up in news right, right after Awaken the Saint. Hey everyone, I'm Sophia with Awaken Catholic, and this is Awaken the Saint. Today, we celebrate the Feast of St. John Houghton, and by extension, we also celebrate the unbending faith of many more Carthusian martyrs who died during the reign of King Henry VIII. John Houghton was born around 1487. There are few records about his early life, but we can assume his family was well off since he received his education at Cambridge, and when he was about 30 years old, avoided an arranged marriage by becoming a Carthusian monk. 
By the time he was in his 40s, he was elected as prior of his monastery in London. By this time, King Henry VIII's reign was well underway. After several stillborn children and repeated failure to produce a male heir with Catherine of Aragon, he started to think that his marriage was cursed. He tried everything to render their marriage null and void in the eyes of the church, even appealing directly to the Pope, but was unsuccessful. The king was stubborn, however, and took matters into his own hands. He divorced Catherine, taking a second wife, Anne Boleyn, who created quite a stir. He then passed the act of succession, which claimed that his second wife's children were his true heirs and those born to his first wife were illegitimate. Henry didn't want anyone questioning his decision. So as part of the act of succession, he demanded that all of his subjects, that is everyone in the country, including the clergy, formally recognize the act as legitimate and the king's rule as absolute. So it was that in 1534, two royal officials visited the Carthusian monastery and spoke with the prior. John was no fool. He knew that his community would suffer if they angered the king, but at the same time, he could not, as a Catholic, agree that Henry's divorce and remarriage was justified. In an effort at a compromise, he asked that he and his fellows be made exempt from the rule, but this was already seen as defiance, and he was immediately arrested. A couple of months after his arrest, the clause, as far as the law of Christ allows, was added to the act of succession, enabling Catholics to assent to it in good conscience. John was released at this time, but he would have only a brief reprieve, as Henry soon passed the act of supremacy. With this, the king declared himself as head of the Church of England, separating from Roman Catholicism and enabling him to do as he pleased. Again, John was asked to agree with this act, and again, he asked for an exemption. He was arrested a second time, along with many other Carthusians who faithfully refused to comply with the king's whims. In 1535, they were sentenced to death for treason and executed soon after. John was the first of these, and he went cheerfully to his death. As the proto-martyr of the English Reformation, he is celebrated alongside both the Carthusian martyrs and the 40 martyrs of England who represent the hundreds of Catholics who suffered in the period of strife that began with King Henry VIII's attempt to separate from the church. When something divisive happens in our own community, so much responsibility falls on the first person who takes a stand for one side or the other. When faced with those situations, we should pray for the courage to be the first line of defense for the faith. St. John Houghton, pray for us. And that is Awaken the Saint. For more information about the saints or to pray with Matri-Day Radio, please download our free Hail Mary Media app. Details at matridayradio.com. It's 8 o'clock. And in your news this hour, Pope Francis said Wednesday that freedom is under threat in Europe as people choose consumerism and individualism over building families and community. Even today, he said, freedom is under threat. Now, Pope Francis spoke about Europe, its roots, and the problem of consumerism during his weekly audience with the public. Now, speaking about his visit to Budapest, Hungary, he asked those present at the audience to think about the importance of preserving roots because only by going deep will the branches grow upward and bear fruit. And quoting from St. John Paul II, Pope Francis also spoke about Hungary's many saints and heroes surrounded by hosts of humble and hardworking people. And he noted in particular the devotion of Hungary's St. Stephen to St. Stephen and to the Virgin Mary. 
Well, New York is the first state in the country to ban natural gas and other fossil fuels in most new buildings in an effort to battle climate change. Now, the law bans gas-powered stoves, furnaces, and propane heating and effectively encourages the use of climate-friendly appliances such as heat pumps and induction stoves in most new residential buildings across the state. It requires all electric heating and cooking in new buildings shorter than seven stories by 2026 and for taller buildings by 2029. Now, the law doesn't ban gas in all new buildings. There are exceptions for large commercial and industrial buildings like stores, hospitals, laundromats, and restaurants. The new law is likely to face legal challenges by proponents of natural gas who say the move takes away choices from consumers. And the Lewis and Clark Bridge is closing for vehicles on July 16th and could remain that way for up to eight days amid construction. Of course, the Lewis and Clark Bridge is the one that connects Longview across the Columbia River to Oregon. Oh, right. Now, the Washington State Department of Transportation announced the timeline for the closure and repairs Tuesday. Now, the bridge closure begins at 8 o'clock p.m., hours after participants of the annual Seattle to Portland Bicycle Classic travel across the bridge during the two-day event final leg. Now, the full closure is part of a $1 million construction project and to replace the finger joints at either end of the bridge, what allows the bridge to flex and adapt to traffic. Now, WASDOT Regional Director Carly Francis said the limitations on those joints had likely contributed to the damaged floor beam and other minor issues on the bridge. Now, pedestrians and emergency vehicles will be able to cross the bridge during the road closure, except during the beam replacement. And then prior to the closure, drivers will encounter delays and partial closures on the bridge starting the week of June 12th. The bridge will have a single lane closures most nights beginning at 8 o'clock, during which the bridge will have reduced speed limits and flaggers alternating traffic across the span. All right. Be uh, prepared for that one. So the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has announced its class of 2023. And for one inductee, the honor comes just after his 90th birthday. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. Life I love is making music with my friends. And I can't wait to get on the road again. Ah, Willie Nelson. Country music legend was one of the seven music figures announced Wednesday morning as having been voted into the hall, along with Kate Bush, your favorite, Brenda, Rage Against the Machine. Oh, I love them. Missy Elliott, (laughs) Sheryl Crow, George Michael, and the Spinners. Nelson, who turned 90 this past Saturday, represents the further breaking of the logjam that seemingly kept classic country artists from getting into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You remember who busted that up last year? Oh, beautiful Dolly Parton Dolly Parton, that's right. So uh, there you go. Uh, Willie Nelson, uh, along with Dolly Parton. She played a great set last yes. year at the uh, induction. And so uh, it'll, I wonder, somebody will maybe sing for Willie. Maybe he'll get up there and sing himself. But glad to hear Cheryl Crow made it in. Yes, and also George Michaels, God bless him. Yeah, exactly. So he always was a, fun. He was a favorite of mine back in the day. I think the actual ceremony I read November, I okay. believe. So a ways to go, but still, there you go. Well, Carrie Fisher is receiving a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame 
a May the 4th tribute to one of the Star Wars franchise's most beloved figures. Now, on Thursday, Fisher, who died back in 19, 2016, joined Star Wars co-hosts Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill on the Hollywood tourist attraction that attract, recognizes personalities from film, television, music, and other entertainment industries. Now, the trio's stars are all located on the 6,000 block of Hollywood Boulevard, near where the original film debuted in 1977. Now, Fisher, who played Leia Organa, who over six films morphed from a princess to a general leading the forces of good in its fight against oppressive regimes, aiming to control a galaxy, David, far, far away. That's true. Now, she remained the leader of the Rebel Alliance in later films as well. Billy Lord will be accepting the star on behalf of her mother. The induction ceremony will be held at 11.30 a.m. Pacific time and live streamed by the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce. Fisher will be given the... 2,754th star on the Walk of Fame. Ford received his star in 2003 and Hamill was honored in 2018. Now, Walk of Fame stars are given to performers who are nominated and who also pay the $75,000 fee that is now required to create and maintain the star. Yeah, I guess I'll never be getting my I was going to say, you're, you're, it's <laughs> yeah. up there. Radio yeah. personality, there, there Dave Endress. 75000 Yeah, probably not going to happen. And in sports, just one game in the NBA playoffs last night. In Boston, the Celtics hammered the Philadelphia 76ers. 121 to 87, their Eastern Conference semifinal series now tied at one game all. Teams head to Philly for game three on Friday. Tonight, the Los Angeles Lakers are at the Golden State Warriors for game two of their Western Conference semifinal series. Lakers stole home court advantage after defeating the Warriors in San Francisco in the opener on Tuesday. And Brenda, your Seattle Kraken yes. play tonight. All right. Against the uh, Dallas Stars and the Kraken are up one game to nothing. In Isn't that incredible? Yeah. I mean, it has really taken hold. Uh, I didn't, up until a couple of years ago, I didn't even know that there was a Seattle hockey team. Well, they're only two years old, I they think. They so. are sold out yeah. games all of the time. That's fun. Well, to honor the new King of England, Charles III, a new cross has been forged that will lead the procession into Westminster Abbey Ford's coronation on May 6th. Now, the cross, which was created using wealth silver, also bears two relics believed to have come from the true cross, courtesy of Pope Francis. Now, Reuters explains that the relics, two thin shards of wood, are believed to have come from the true cross or the cross on which the Christ was crucified during his passion. Now, the two pieces of wood were arranged in a cruciform pattern and set within a rose crystal gem. Now, the donation of these relics, which were in the Vatican, was made some time ago and is intended as an ecumenical sign, according to a Vatican source. Now, like many relics owned by the Holy See, the two fragments were in the Vatican museums and is accessed from the Sistine Chapel through the Redemptorist Mater Chapel. Now, most of the relics kept in this room come from donations made to popes during canonizations. Now, the two fragments of the true cross donated to England measures 5 and 10 millimeters. So these really? Are, these are I, very, very say. tiny yeah. relics. Yep. Now, Pope Francis has met with then Prince Charles twice at the Vatican in 2017 and in 2019. Now, the cross, which was reportedly designed by Master Silversmith Michael Lloyd using materials sourced 
from Wales. So I'll be looking at that cross on Saturday. Yeah, uh, David, cool. you said you're getting up at 2 a.m. to give me <laughs> yes, highlights. I'm sure I will. Text those to up. me, please. I will do that. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. And on Saturday at 11 a.m. is a St. Peregrine Celebration of Hope and Healing via Zoom. The Order of Servants of Mary's present via Zoom St. Peregrine, a Celebration of Hope and Healing. This free one-hour virtual event will include prayer, reflection, personal testimony, and acknowledgement of a group dedicated to childhood cancer research. You can register at secularservites.org. And remember, you can find more details on these and other events. Just head over to the community calendar, materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app. So big doings on the University of Portland campus this weekend. It's commencement. We're going to talk about that in our interview segment coming up right after the forecast. Support for Monterey Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbuybark.com or 503-645-6665. Please join Mater Dei Radio and Franciscan missionary Sister Anne Marie Warren with the morning offering. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart in union with this holy sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world in reparation for my sins, for the intentions of all my relatives and friends, and in particular, for the intentions of the Holy Father. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources, and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit materdayradio.com. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Mount Hood Hospice. For more than 40 years, Mount Hood Hospice has been serving those in their final stages of life with loving care in East Multnomah and Clackamas counties. With a compassionate medical and spiritual support team, hospice services are provided wherever the patient lives. With the top listing on Medicare's Care Compare, information online at mounthoodhospice.org. Eastertide is filled with great joy and fervent prayer at Mater Dei Radio. During this special time in the church, join us in the celebration of our Lord's glorious resurrection through our three daily broadcasts of the Holy Mass, the seasonal Regina Chaley prayer for the Queen of Heaven, the sacred mysteries of the Rosary, the Chaplet of Divine Mercy, and inspiring Eastertide reflections. We also rejoice in praying for your specific intentions on Mater Dei Radio's prayer hotline. Just call 503-285-3737. That's 503-285-3737. Or fill out your personal request on the prayer page at materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary Media app. Our dedicated team will start praying for you right away. Experience the great joy of Eastertide and unite with us in prayer as we lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary at Mater Dei Radio. 
813 here at Mater Day Radio. Well, looking outside the window here on Sylvan Hill, it looks like it is getting ready to storm. Uh, but rain is going to be falling throughout the day. Earlier today, a little bit of lightning and overnight, they said there was a lot of activity. Well, today we do expect mostly cloudy rain falling off and on into the afternoon. Highs today cooler than in the past few days, only getting to near 60 degrees. The rain eases up later in the evening, but the next system is ready to move in. Overnight, we cool to the upper 40s, then more rain on Friday. Highs in the upper 50s. It's 44 degrees at St. Philip Church in Dallas. And it is 52 degrees at St. Thomas Catholic Church out in Camas. Well, the University of Portland campus going to be a very busy place on Sunday as the school hosts not one, but two commencement ceremonies to recognize its exceptional class of 2023. Family and friends in attendance going to be treated to quite a lineup of speakers and honorees. Joining Mater Day Radio this morning to give us all the details on this exciting day is the Director of Public Affairs at the University of Portland, it is Dan Christofferson. Good morning, Dan. David, good morning. Uh, good to talk to you. Hey, great to talk to you. I think this is our University of Portland week. Yesterday we had on your Vice President of Athletics, Scott Lakeham, and today it's you. And uh, it was fun talking pilot sports. It's been quite a year for the pilots. Yeah, an amazing year. And, you know, wrapping up with this news that we have the uh, G League team, the Blazers new G League team coming to the Child Center here on the campus next year or next season. Yep. And, of course, the basketball teams and soccer. And, yeah, I could talk sports. <laughs> you know I could talk sports. I know we could. We certainly could. <laughs> hey, you excited for Sunday? Mm-hmm. Really a lot. You know, this is the culmination. This is what it's all about for, for, these, uh, for these young people, these graduates. All the uh, all the work they've put in and this whole University of Portland experience they've uh, they've uh, enjoyed and uh, and taken advantage of these last four years comes to a head and uh, this is our Super Bowl really it's our chance to to celebrate yeah and cheer for them you know they're up on stage they're the ones walking across the st- stage to pick up their degrees hard earned and uh, you know this is the class of 23 and you know the thing and you know we we went through this last year as well but. This class came into the university, by and large, the majority of them four years ago in the fall of 2019. And we know how things changed, you know, one semester later for them in their freshman year. Yeah. Uh, their entire sophomore year would have, would have been online. And then last year, junior, as juniors, they were back on campus but with masks. So it's just been a mixed bag of really uh, persevering. And so we're really particularly proud of this class. Of, uh, of University of Portland graduates for everything they've gone through, what they've learned. We feel like they're even more ready to go out in the world and, and kind of deal with whatever comes their way. Hold on, i got to get my hanky out as you're talking about that. <laughs> That's uh, I think about that and the trials and tribulations and the perseverance to make it through that little pandemic thing that happened, and you think about... Mm-hmm. All of the struggles, but the joys. I, I Seriously, I'm sure there will be a lot of cheer, tears along with laughter on Sunday. Yeah. We have a video that we, we put up on the big screen as people are filing in for the graduation ceremonies, uh, both commencements. Again, you mentioned we have two of them. And I've had a sneak peek at that, and I was getting a little a little emotional about it. First of all, I was smiling because you know, part of it is, is uh, – senior students giving their thank yous to their families and talking about some of their best memories and some of the things they've done. And just, you can just see the growth and you can see that these, uh, these uh, graduating students are ready to take on the world, but also there's a little bit of a, 
you know, I'm going to miss this place. Sure. Of course, we always say you're always welcome to come back, and we'll see you often, hopefully. That's great. Talking with Dan Christofferson, he's the Director of Public Affairs at the University of Portland. A couple of commencements coming up on Sunday at the Child Center, a very busy place for sure. So you're a U of P grad. Do you remember your uh, commencement? I do, you know, and I think that um, it's been a while, but I, I, I remember it was a sunny day. I remember that. I remember family. But I also think that, and this is something, I mean, this is good advice for these uh, students who are graduating. Really take a minute and take it in and, and allow yourself to kind of make it about you, too, and, and take the, um, the hugs and the well wishes. Because I think you're, you're still, like, I remember still thinking, okay, I'm going to do this, but I have to get a job. I was still looking for jobs. Sure. You know? and also, yeah. Some of these students, like, we have a nursing program that we have our largest graduating class. And I think this is great for the community to know. We have 252 uh, nurses going out into the field, and many of them will be in Oregon. Wow. And uh, they have jobs. I mean, you know, of course, yeah. the healthcare system, they have jobs waiting. Engineers, I mean, these people have jobs. But me, I was a communications major, and I didn't have my job yet. So I was thinking about the future. And I think for these students, it's like today, just celebrate. Make you know, Don't worry about the future. It's all going to be there. You have your degree. You've learned a lot. You're going to be fine. And that's what I learned, you know, as I went out there and got my first job. But I do remember that. Yeah, nice. Hey, I, I love the commencement speaker that you have lined up. One of them, Ari Shapiro. Of course, many people know Ari as uh, All Things Considered, National Public Radio Award winner. But he has a real connection to the university. He does. His mother, uh, Dr. Elaine Shapiro, taught communications at the University of Portland for many, many years. She's retired now, uh, but but Ari, you know, he even told us, you know, I used to come onto campus and hang out at my mom's office, and so he has a lot of good memories growing up in the Portland area. I think he graduated from Beaverton High School, but he would come onto campus a lot as a, as a young person, and so when we asked him to come and share his message and his uh, special message of inspiration for these graduating seniors, he was more than happy to do it. So he'll be our speaker for both ceremonies. That's great. And then wanted to definitely mention this because Abbot Jeremy Driscoll at the Mount Angel Abbey and Seminary in Mount Angel going to be receiving quite an honor. This is wonderful. Yeah, this is our highest honor that we bestow. We have uh, several honorary, honorary degrees that we're giving out, but the Christus Magister Medal is our highest honor, and it's going to Abbot Jeremy, uh, as you mentioned, the Abbot of Mount Angel Abbey. And so he'll be here, and he'll receive that honor. And uh, we're, more, you know, can't wait to see him, and and really happy to uh, to to uh, to honor him in that way. So uh, here in our last several minutes, give us a, again the quick lineup of how things are going to work on graduation commencement day. Well, so we have uh, two ceremonies. Uh, the first one's at 10 a.m., and then we have one at three. We have five schools, so we separate them because there's a lot of students who are graduating, right? So we have nursing and uh, engineering and education first. All of their students will graduate. And then at uh, 3 o'clock, we have our College of Arts and Sciences and our Pamplin School of Business. Uh, so basically, it's a, it's a couple-hour ceremony for each of them, and it's going to just be a busy day of activity. We also have um, some activity on Saturday. Uh, first of all, our School of Nursing and Health Innovations pinning ceremony. So the nurses get their pinning and basically uh, ready to go out in the world. That's in the morning at 11.15. And then we have our University Joint Air Force and Army ROTC commissioning ceremony, which is obviously very important. These uh, ROTC uh, cadets get their commissioning 
and um, and uh, we have a special speaker there too, actually, for that one, Lieutenant General Xavier Brunson from uh, the Commanding General of the Joint Base, uh, base Lewis and McCord Washington Air Base, nice. uh, is going to be our speaker. So that's a really you know uh, wonderful thing for us, and we look forward to seeing. Lieutenant General Brunson here. Oh, well. That's great. Now, there's a lot more we could talk about here, a lot of honorees. And guess, you know, I, ha- I have to ask, I know the Child Center is, is a big arena. I didn't know if this was open to the public or this is like a ticketed event. It's, it is for the graduation uh, ceremonies. Now, those I mentioned the the events on Saturday, the appending ceremony that that's more open. Gotcha. And the uh, the the Air Force and Army RTC. But yeah, we have a certain amount of tickets because, as you can imagine, uh, many many graduates and each one that they want to bring their families. Right. We do run a live stream though, which is oh. one nice thing that came out of the pandemic. Excellent. Uh, we did that through the pandemic. We have a live stream, and if you go to up.edu, if anybody wants to watch and celebrate along with us, up.edu, there's a commencement page, and you can click on our live streams for all of these ceremonies and watch at home if you'd like. Uh, fantastic. Dan Christofferson, Director of Public Affairs at the University of Portland. Big weekend with commencement at the University of Portland. Dan, have a great time on Saturday and Sunday. It's going to be a wonderful event. Always great to talk with you. You as well, David. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And it is 822 here at Mater Day Radio. Oh, the excitement I is know. a building. You think about all of those years of, of work and then to bring it all together on an in-person graduation. I think that is fantastic. And speaking of graduations, you know, Mount Angel Abbey also having their graduation on Saturday, also having that live streamed also. Oh, so nice. You can see the future priests from across the country. You know, they send them from so many dioceses around the mm-hmm. country to Mount Angel. And uh, so that'll be wonderful to see this happening as well. In fact, many events coming up this weekend and through the weeks. Be sure to check out our community calendar. You'll find so many great things that you can do. Well, really starting today all through the weekend into next week and can start planning your calendar for next month. It is the community calendar that you can access uh, on the Hail Mary media app. You can also find information how to list your special event by going to our webpage, materdayradio.com. Support for Materday Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Camp Howard challenges everyone who experiences camp with us to live, learn, and grow in the Catholic faith. At Camp Howard, we help cultivate children's social skill sets in a safe environment with trained staff, connecting with others in the beautiful, peaceful outdoors with a host of wonderful activities. These activities include swimming, archery, arts and crafts, group games, campfires, and just having fun with fellow campers. This coming summer, we will have seven overnight sessions in the popular family camp weekend. Weeks are filling quickly, and wait lists have already started, so be sure to register now at cyocamphoward.org. Save the date for our Champions of Faith Benefit Dinner, October 17th at the Oregon Convention Center. Our keynote speaker is three-time U.S. Women's Amateur Golf Champion, Laura Tennant. Come help fuel the future for our youth. Purchase tickets at cyocamphoward.org. Thank you for inspiring our youth to become faith-filled leaders. 
May God richly bless you. Support for Matcha Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including the Jade Bistro and Patisserie, located on Southeast 13th in Portland's Selwood neighborhood. The Jade Bistro is family-run, serving Vietnamese and Thai cuisine with influences from France and Laos. French pastries are available daily, open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Information can be found online at jadeportland.com. Would you like to gain a deeper understanding of the Holy Mass? Hello, this is Terry Ross. Join me on Mater Day Radio each Saturday afternoon at 4 and Sunday afternoon at 2 for the glory of the Mass. Every weekend, we'll explore the rich history of sacred music within the Catholic liturgy. Increase your appreciation for the beauty and sanctity of Catholic sacred music with the glory of the Mass Saturday and Sunday afternoons on Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. It's the cup that refreshes the morning blend on Mater Day Radio. And it is 826 at Mater Day Radio. Well, a well-known weight loss company may be closing its doors. We'll have the details in the news. And is there a spiritual message behind the Star Wars motto, May the Force Be With You? Of course there is. I'm going to tell you about it coming up in news. Here is Jamie Tita now and Surrendering. And we are the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. How could I hold back the smallest part of anything I'm holding in my heart when I've seen who you are in the light of glory of your name I will live my praise surrendering everything bowing down I am yours to
That is Jamie Teton and Surrendering. It's 8.30 at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. And in your news this hour, Pope Francis has sent a video message to the teens and young adults preparing to attend World Youth Day in Lisbon, Portugal in August. He said, I'll see you in Lisbon. Now, the message was published on the Vatican's YouTube page just under three months before the August 1st to the 6th International Gathering. Dear young people, you are getting ready for World Youth Day, he said. And there are three months to go, and I can imagine the things you must have on your mind. How you're going to make it happen, request your work or student permit, get what you need for your trip. So many concerns, but always looking towards that horizon to that dream. Pope Francis said, prepare yourselves with that enthusiasm. Now, World Youth Day was established by Pope John Paul II in 1985, and the week-long gathering usually attracts hundreds of thousands of young people. Pope Francis said the Portugal capital would host the global Catholic gathering of young people at the closing mass of the last International World Youth Day. That was in Panama City in January of 2019. So I suggest anybody who is going to Portugal, mm-hmm. of course, there. Are, if you're going to go that far, you need to get to Fatima. It's about an hour drive from Lisbon okay. uh, to spend a day there. And then fill up on these little pastries that are called natas, N-A-T-A-S, and they're little custard ones. Ooh. I had my fill of them when I was there <laughs> visiting. They are delicious. And they're known for it. Yeah, they, they sound That's wonderful. It's like the national pastry. Yeah. So, you know, if I were going to Portugal, you know where I would be going? Where? Nazaré. Uh, Nazaré, yeah. the 100-foot wave. The 100-foot wave. Amazing. Uh, HBO has been airing second season of this series about literally some of the biggest surf in the world. And these giant wave surfers go out there. It's just incredible. Okay. Trying to catch the 100-foot wave. Well, David, make sure you stop at Fatima first and get a blessing before <laughs> yes. you get your surfboard out there yeah, in that I, ocean. I would not be going out there, that's for sure. Well, work down in Salem has hit a glitch. Oregon Republicans boycotted the state capitol on Wednesday, testing for the first time the 2022 measure that punishes state lawmakers for walkouts. So five senators, one independent, and four Republicans were unexpectedly absent when the state Senate convened Wednesday morning. In addition, another seven senators were granted excused absences in advance. So the absences denied the 20-member quorum necessary to conduct business, forcing Senate President Rob Wagner of Lake Oswego to bang a gavel, ending the session. So it's the first boycott by lawmakers since a majority of Oregon voters approved a measure last year amending the state constitution to bar any state lawmaker with at least 10 unexcused absences from serving in the legislature during the subsequent term. The Vatican Secretary of State, Cardinal Pietro Perelin, will represent Pope Francis at the coronation of King Charles III on Saturday. Now, Vatican spokesman Matteo Brunei announced Perelin's attendance at the ceremony Thursday. Now, Perelin will be in attendance with other high-ranking guests, including world leaders, representative of European monarchies, and royal families from around the world. The presence of other crown royals at the ceremony is a break from a royal tradition, according to the British press. 
press. Now, around 2,200 people have been invited to the crowning. Cardinal Vincent Nichols, Catholic Archbishop of Westminster, will be giving a blessing during the ceremony. It will mark the first time since the Reformation that a Catholic prelate is formally participating. Now, other Christian leaders from across the United Kingdom have also been invited to formally bestow a blessing on the new king. Now, the blessing will take place shortly after the Archbishop of Canterbury formally crowns King Charles III, after which the Westminster Abbey bells will ring for two minutes, and then the official blessings will commence. All right. I was going out to my mailbox every day. No invite. No invite for you? No invite. Oh, I had to pass because I have a busy weekend at home. Okay. You could have a 2 a.m. and watch it. (laughs) Well, for four decades, the well-known company has been helping people lose weight, but that may be over. Jenny Craig, the California-based weight loss institution, will soon be closing its doors. It's a move that comes amid reported financial troubles and efforts to sell the company. In a recent notice, the company stated it is making best efforts to secure the additional financing required to continue operations, and it may need to close its headquarters in Carlsbad, California, as early as May 5th, tomorrow. The headquarters closure is expected to affect the company's storefront locations across the country, company-owned centers where members pick up meals, consult with coaches, and weigh in were closed as of Wednesday, management said adding that franchise-owned locations may remain open. As I mentioned before, I don't know how many yeah, stores I'm not sure. are around here or how what the circumstances are, but anyway, that's a heads up. Well, a sure sign winter weather is behind us. The highway to Donston Ridge Observatory near Mount St. Helens is now open. The highway reopened on Wednesday afternoon. Now, the road you take to get up there, the Spirit Lake Memorial Highway, closes in the winter since road conditions are too dangerous for transportation crews to clear. It's been shut down for nearly six months, but over the last couple of weeks, crews with the Washington Department of Transportation have been busy clearing snow, down trees, and removing debris along the highway so cars can get up to the observatory. Now, WASDOT typically closes the gate to the upper section near Coldwater Lake between late fall and early winter due to hazardous driving conditions. Now, last year, WASDOT closed the roadway for winter in November. Now, while the road to the observatory is clear, the trails leading up to Mount St. Helens are still covered in snow. So be prepared if you are planning any spring hikes near the mountain. So I have not been up there for a long, long time. So when Mount St. Helens, after the uh, eruption, Mm -hmm. and when you could first get up there, and I forget how long after the eruption that was, I just remember we drove up there and overlooking the blast zone and the trees, the acres and acres of trees that were knocked over like toothpicks, just laying there. And then you could see the mountainside blown out and it was just an awesome view of that i'd like to go back and see how much has changed since then how much growth has occurred how much of the little dome growth inside yeah because i think that's been constantly taking place so i haven't seen it it's incredible go back and, and in your mind yeah make that comparison i think you would be surprised at Maybe how little it has changed. There, all those trees, they're still down. Yeah. But in between, well, you can see that growth coming up. A great place we like to visit too is 
on the south side that gets you around to the east side of the mountain. There's a lahar where the the mud flow came down and through uh, this kind of ravine. Yeah. There's a steel bridge, a walking bridge that crosses from oh. one side to the other. You can see through. I mm-hmm. mean, you have to step over yeah. uh, onto each you know wood piece. Sure. Uh, and you can look straight down the ravine. Incredible. We talk, yeah. take a lot of people there, too. Got to make that trip. In sports, when it comes to the value of soccer teams around the world, any idea where the Portland Timbers rank? That would be 29th, according to the sports business website Sportico that released the rankings yesterday. So the Timbers get the 29th spot with the value of an estimated $685 million. Wow. So that's right above West Ham United of the English Premier League and right below Napoli of the Italian Series A-League. It is unlikely that Portland would ever catch the soccer behemoths of the world. Manchester United ranks at the top with a value of nearly $6 billion. Wow. And they're followed by Real Madrid. They're valued at $5.25 billion. The MLS, which the Timbers play in the MLS, the highest-ranking team in the LS in the MLS is LAFC. They're valued at nine hundred million dollars, and okay. that places them at sixteenth in the world. Okay, so I I, I do kind of get the feeling that the Timbers might be on the higher end of American soccer teams. Yeah, well, I'm trying to remember where. Well, yeah, twenty nine. Even the difference, yeah, 29th to sixteenth. Right. That's yeah. not a huge jump, and right. I know there's more teams than that in the U.S. I, yeah, I think there's a lot of equity in there with the MLS teams. Okay. Well, according to author Alan Arnold, in 1979, Margaret Thatcher won the election and became Britain's first woman prime minister. Now, to celebrate their victory, her party took a half page of advertising space in the London Evening News. The message referring to the day of victory was, May the 4th be with you, Maggie. <laughs> I like Congratulations. That. Now, this resulted in a yearly fan tradition calling May the 4th Star Wars Day or May the 4th Be With You Day in reference to the Jedi phrase used in the movies. Now, the phrase has been used in every Star Wars film since 1977 and has become a central part of the Star Wars universe. What few people realize is that when George Lucas penned those iconic words, he was originally inspired by a similar phrase that has been used since the very beginning of Christianity. Now, this phrase is first found in the book of Ruth, where it says, And behold, Boaz came from Bethlehem, and he said to the reapers, The Lord be with you. And they answered, The Lord bless you. Now, additionally, a longer version of the phrase can be found in the letters of St. Paul. For example, in 2 Corinthians, Paul writes, The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And Paul truncates the phrase in his second letter to Timothy, where he writes, The Lord be with your spirit. Grace be with you. Now, the phrase quickly became an essential part of the liturgy and life of early Christians on account of its basis in Scripture and use in everyday greetings. Now, George Lucas was raised in a Methodist family and heard the phrase there, or at least while attending other Christian services. And Star Wars producer Gary Kurtz confirmed in the book How Star Wars Conquered the Universe that the phrase was intentionally invocative of the blessing. Hmm. So it is rooted in Scripture. So, David, may the force be with you. And with you as well. (laughs) 
It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. And this Sunday at 5 o'clock is the 19th annual Dinner for St. Joseph the Worker Family Shelter happening at the St. Mary Parish Center in Mount Angel. Catholic Community Services, Benedictine Sisters of Mount Angel, St. Mary's Parish, and Mount Angel Abbey offer an open invitation to this fundraising dinner for the St. Joseph Family Shelter in Mount Angel. Funds raised will be allowed the ministries of the shelter the Mission Benedict Food Bank, and Casa Adela Agricultural Worker Housing. Now remember, you can find details on these and other events. Head over to the community calendar, materdayradio.com, and the Hail Mary media app. Well, we are in the new month, May, the month of Mary, so we're going to go through the calendar, the May calendar, see what's going on this month, and we'll do that right after the forecast. Support for Matre Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbuybark.com or 503-645-6665. Have you ever dialogued with someone who espouses relativism, which says there is no truth or it might be true for you, but not for me? It's pretty frustrating. Deep down, we know these claims are false, but we often don't know why. Here's the reason. To say there is no truth is a contradiction. The assertion is tantamount to saying it's true that there is no truth, plain absurdity. Now the other position, there is no absolute truth, just truth relative to the individual set of beliefs, is problematic as well. The usage of the verb is implies an assertion about the objective order of things. It's the same thing as saying it's absolutely true that there is no absolute truth, which of course is a contradiction. No matter how the relativist slices the pie, he ends up with a contradiction, making relativism an unreasonable worldview. I'm Carlo Broussard with a ready reason for Catholic Answers, Catholic.com. Support for Matra Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including the Tara Umara Children's Hospital Fund of Oregon. The TCHF has a 20-year history that is now focusing on the sustainability to support the long-term efforts of the mission in the Copper Canyon region of Mexico. Information is available on their website at tchforegon.org. Hello, I'm Kevin Doran. And I'm Carla Wehrman, co-host of Sunday Commentary. Join us every weekend on Mantra Day Radio, Saturday mornings at 7 and Sunday mornings at 8, as we break down the scripture readings so you can better prepare to enter into the beauty and mystery of the Holy Mass. It's fun, fast, and faith-filled. Let us share our love of the good news with you, Saturday mornings at 7 and Sunday mornings at 8 on Mater Day Radio. The bridge between your faith and everyday life. And it is 8.45 at Mater Day Radio. Boy, am I glad I mowed my yard yesterday. Are you, it's kind of <laughs> wet out there this morning. It looks kind of wet out there. Well, 70% chance of rain today. Could have another thunderstorm blow through, so be aware of that high of 60 degrees. 40%, 40% chance of showers overnight tonight, low of 49. And then for Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 
Yeah, there's 40, 50% chance of rain throughout the weekend, so kind of off and on. High tomorrow, 60 degrees. Currently, it is 52 degrees at the St. Vincent de Paul Center in Vancouver. And 54 degrees at St. Anne Church in Gresham. The morning's almost over, but not before a second cup of the morning blend. Here's David and Brenda. So the April showers are continuing this first week of May. Yes, they are. It's it's wet out there. I was just watching a moment ago, some big drops were coming down. So I think that's going to be kind of the story of the day that we're just going to come in and out of the rain. Here in the Northwest, we like to say May showers bring June flowers. I think we that's just push probably. We push it ahead a just little bit. Just push it a little bit. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, lots of things are beginning to bloom in my home, too. So, I mean, you get a mix of things yeah. happening. But uh, again, and we've been talking about how May is starting to get up there on the month favorite list mm-hmm. of David Endress. That's and right. So we're beginning to kind of feel May, that excitement. June, July, August, September, October. Look at that. I got a big run ahead a of big me run. here. That's uh, but of course, then by the time we get into the summer months, we're all starting to wonder when it's going to yeah, get right. raining oh, again. It's because too hot. You got to go out and mow or uh, uh, water all of your plants and things like that. But, you know, it's four seasons, I think, for sure here in yeah. Uh, in the Pacific Northwest because it's summer, then winter, mm-hmm. then summer, then winter. So yeah. four seasons, sure. I think, is what we all kind That's of it. go through. Exactly. We don't have too much of a spring or fall, it feels like sometimes. You know, it's it's interesting, too, just thinking about May. We're still in Easter time. Still in Easter. Still in Easter time. In fact, Wonderfully. All of, yeah, we can look through the whole month of May. Easter celebration liturgically in the church goes all the way to the 28th. Yes, Pentecost. And that's Pentecost. Yes. Right. So yeah. there's a lot of things happening between now and then. Uh, of course, as we move through, we started the month off with the Feast of St. Joseph the Worker. And you know, you can tell, do you know the difference between how the statue of Joseph, the one is of St- Joseph the Worker, and then the other images of St. Joseph, the spouse mm. of Mary? Okay. Uh, the spouse of Mary, he's holding the infant. Oh. And in Joseph, the images of Joseph the Worker, he's holding carpentry tools. Gotcha. And that's the that's how you can tell the two differences uh, between right. the, the yeah. images or the, the dedications, I suppose, of St. Joseph. Sure. Now, May is also dedicated to Our Lady. And there's a lot of uh, faith days mm-hmm. dedicated to Mary. And the first one that's coming up along here is actually going to be on the 13th of May. And that's the Feast of Our Lady of Fatima. That's right. And such a beautiful day. And, and mm-hmm. that began the, I think the that was the first uh, apparition in mm-hmm. Fatima to the uh, children there. And uh, the fruits of that event, and it was a series of months, of course, that it kept up. Yeah. But really incredible. And we mentioned that, of course, World Youth Day going to be in Fatima in August. Right. Or in Portugal, Portugal. in August. Yep. So they'll probably, uh, many of them, be making stops along the way there. You've been to Fatima. I did one trip, yeah. uh, and it was back in 2019. In fact, it was, uh, I want to say maybe August, no, October. It was mm. October because it was after the October 13th. We weren't there for that celebration, and the woman in the gift shop said, well, if you were here a week ago, there were over 100,000 people here. Yeah. And I was like, wow, because there was maybe a couple of thousand, I would say, on the mm-hmm. grounds that day. Incredible. It's big, isn't it? The grounds are huge. Yeah. You have really, because it's so big and the, the churches, there's one on each end. Uh, you, again, you look at things, it's like, oh, let's walk to the church. Well, it's five-minute walk mm-hmm. across the grounds and so many beautiful things in between. And uh, it, it's it's a 
a list for every Catholic. And they're doing like several masses a day, right? Oh, constantly. Right. And in different languages too. And they happen, there's an outdoor chapel where we attended mass. It was, I I believe it was in Portuguese. Uh, And then, because they give you the list of all the different languages. And then on one end is the traditional church where the bodies of the... uh, of the children are buried there mm-hmm. now. And the exact opposite end is the new church. Thousands, David, could wow. fit in this in this church. Yeah. I mean, it is like enormous. That's amazing. Enormous. So uh, it's, it's just a beautiful day. And there's so many things that are happening, novenas, that you can begin to pray as we lead up to that. So what I love to on this weekend, of course, it is Saturday dedicated to Our Lady, which all Saturdays are. And then mm-hmm. the Feast of Fatima. And then the day after that, and um, I wouldn't say a bigger feast, but it's <laughs> close to the to the list there of Our Lady of Fatima. Mother's Day. It's a Mother's That's Day. That's right, the 14th. On the 14th. So be ready for that. Uh, I have um, so a, a card for my mother. My mother My mother loves to receive cards oh, in the mail. Yeah, nice. Uh, and I, I can appreciate that because now it, it's funny when you see a card with somebody's handwriting. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I really find that handwriting is a very personal thing right. to, to actually see their handwriting on something like that. Sure. So, you mean you're not texting her? <laughs> no. My mother is might very well be the last woman in the United States to not have a cell phone. Good for her. That's she great. refuses. Excellent. Also, now I, I clarified this also with our, our good friend, Monsignor O'Connor. Now on the 18th is the ascension of the Lord. Right. Okay, you see it there on the 18th. However, that, and that says it's a holy day of obligation, but that holy day has been transferred, so says Monsignor O'Connor in the Archdiocese of Portland, to Sunday the 21st. Oh, okay. So that's the day that we celebrate the ascension of the Lord. So you can attend Mass, and it's an important thing to do on the 18th, but it's not the holy day. It's moved to Sunday. Yeah, I see it on both days on the calendar. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So that's important to also remember. And then, of course, as we move through the month of following uh, Sunday after the Ascension on the 28th, it is Pentecost. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, that also begins, I think, in fact, there might be even happening more now, the uh, the road trail that the bishops take and Archbishop, all of the confirmations that are happening this time of year, of course, mm-hmm. to commemorate the uh, coming of the Holy Spirit and uh, boy, uh, from from time eternal, have yeah. we been doing that ceremony uh, here in the Archdiocese and across the country. Yeah. And by the way, that's Memorial Day weekend. Oh. Yeah. So Memorial Day is the 29th. So Pentecost falls on Memorial Day weekend. And you'll hear more about this too, but our Catholic cemeteries here, they'll be doing their uh, special masses too. Oh, fantastic. And then on that 29th, the day, that Memorial Day, that same day is also a new feast in the church. The Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of the Church. All right. Another wonderful celebration to Our Lady. So it's a busy month. I feel like June is just right around the corner, David. And visitation is the 31st. Well, there you go. See, See look at that. Again, yeah. so many ways to celebrate the Blessed Virgin Mary. Of course, if you have the calendar from Mater Day Radio that we send out, it's got all of the Marian feast days right there on mm-hmm. there so you won't miss a single one. And we hopefully you won't miss a single day happening here in the month of May. Lots to celebrate. We hope you enjoyed today's second cup. Support for Mater Dei Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, Family Dentist. 
Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Please join me, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers and other listeners of Modern Day E-Radio as we pray an act of hope. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O my God, relying on your infinite mercy and promises, I hope to obtain pardon of my sins, the help of your grace, and everlasting life through the merits of Jesus Christ, my Lord and Redeemer. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit us at materdayradio.com and click prayer or call our prayer hotline at 503-285-3737. That's 503-285-3737. What's your next mission from God? You do have one. We all do. God has something in mind for us right where we are. This is Julie Anderko. Please join me on Your Next Mission from God, where the saints show us just how it's done. They've been through it, and sometimes they even got it wrong before they got it right. Listen to Your Next Mission from God, Saturday mornings at 7.15 and Sunday mornings at 8.15, right here on the bridge between your faith and everyday life, Mater Day Radio. The Morning Blend, two hours a day for two times the fun on Mater Day Radio, the station dedicated to the Blessed Virgin Mary. And it is 8.55 at Mater Day Radio. One last look at your forecast. Showers likely today, high of 60 degrees, 40% chance of rain overnight tonight, low of 49, and a 50% chance of rain for Friday with a high of 60. It's currently 52 degrees in the Rose City. And closing out our show, here is Matthias Michael and Amplified. And we are the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio. My friends, we are called All for one and one for all To mend our broken streets To serve among the least
That is Matthias Michael and Amplified. It's 859 at Mater Day Radio. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. Ah, that's going to wrap it up for the morning blend because we got to get on the road again. We do. We're, we're all done. So thank you much for tuning in, David and Brenda, with you. Congratulations to Willie Nelson, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Shotgun Willie going to make right. an appearance, hopefully. So we appreciate you tuning in tomorrow, Friday already. Look at that. Week's all just right. blown by. Just moving through the weeks. And that is going to wrap it up for us on the morning blend. You can live with passion with Father Cedric this evening. We got wonderful Catholic broadcasting well throughout the day. We hope you have a very blessed day.